0: What's up, y'all? I'm Nick Lamar, and you're listening to Shire Radio. On today's episode, we're breaking down my song, Temptation, from Parkside. But before we jump off into this thing, I got some special guests with me. One returning, one brand new. Um, Mr. Leroy Lubin, instrumentalist. And we have Taj joining us again for this episode. Give him a round of applause, hey. ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Mr. Lubin, tell me a little bit about yourself.
1: Uh, what's up? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, what's up, everybody? Uh, my name is Leroy Lubin, trumpet player. Um, I don't know what else to say. I mean, trumpet player. I <laughs> live in, in L.A., originally from Florida. Went to FAMU, uh, got my bachelor's in music education, and then got my master's from the University of Florida in trumpet performance. And, yeah, I'm a teacher, uh, musician, actor, all that good stuff.
0: So you do it all, essentially. Right. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing today, Taj? I'm doing pretty good, happy to be back. Thank you for joining us yet again on this marvelous episode. (laughs) So this episode is about temptation, and um, Taj, you produced this song mainly, the majority of the song, and um, uh, we worked with uh, Ray Kwasi Nelson and I added a little part too as well um, to make this song come together, but we reached out to Mr. Lubin here to bring some of those live elements to the song so I kind of wanted to talk to you a little bit about like what the song made how, how the song made you feel and and tell us a little bit about why you decided to play for us
1: yeah so um, first of all I loved the fact that you were trying to include those live elements in your music mm-hmm. um, just because I feel like yeah. in today's day and age um, everything is digital so you could have easily been like all right I want a muted trumpet, Mm -hmm. so I'm gonna select this preset or whatever MIDI and just press the notes that I want, right? But Mm -hmm. no, you wanted that like human live element to it. So I thought that was great. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and then when I listen to the track, I'm like, bro, this is this is exactly what it needs. You know, it needs that, that live element. Um, so the vibe of it, I think, is is great. Like the key is great, especially for a trumpet player. It's in like concert D minor, so it was like really easy for me to just play around on it and do what I wanted to do. Mm. And then when I put in the harmon mute, because I was trying to think, all right, do I want like a cup mute? Do I want to be open? Do I want um, a straight, or whatever? Like, but then when I put in that harmon, right, mm-hmm. that's it gave it that like sound that I felt like the track uh, needed, you know. Absolutely. And I felt like. That was the, the contribution that I could make to it. So, yes. Yeah. And well produced. I'm,
2: <laughs> I'm happy you did what you did because, like, honestly, when I first started the track, it was made for live instrumentation mm-hmm. in my head. So, I had originally, you know, it was all like just feelings and stuff like that, like um, sample guitars and sample, all that stuff. So, when Nick reached out to you to do it, I was like, and you agreed to do it. I was like, oh my god, this is gonna be great. <laughs> and then when I heard what you did, because I wasn't there when you actually recorded the, um, the your like your part, and then so I heard it like after the fact. It was like, oh my god, like you, nobody could have did this better. <laughs> like it was so good. I was so happy. I, was, I think I told Nick. I was like Nick, like this. He killed it. Times a killed it. Thank I you, mean, man. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah, it was really
1: good. Like yeah
2: beyond um, my imagination. <laughs> for real.
0: Tosh, tell us a little about what inspired this song, because I know that um, you made it a couple years ago um, and you were just fiddling around with some sounds, so tell us about like what really inspired this particular song.
2: Yeah, so, for me, I love R&B music. Um, dark, stormy, <laughs> like, nice night, yeah, you know, stuff like that, so, like, real smoky, sexy, so I'm always, like, that's my default vibe. Usually, if you go through my like all the tracks I made it's going to be like majority dark r&b you know even like now lo-fi type vibe so uh, with this this was just one of them that I did and I always truly envisioned it as a duet too so it was perfect that you agreed to have John Day on it um so um, basically I'll just go I just went with my <laughs> my instincts and created something, I wanted to kind of keep it simple, not a lot of different chord changes, you know, because you can can get into R&B where they do like a lot of chord changes and stuff like that, I didn't really want to do that, just keep it real simple, like I like to do, you know, give it a little dark, stormy, slow, sexy vibes, and just let it go, and that was really kind of like what I was going for.
0: Well, we thank you for doing that. Because
2: yeah. uh, at you. least at
0: least in part from the people that listen to my music, "Amy" is one of my is my first single. Um, people really love that song, and so when I was approaching this particular song, I had that in mind. And then when you played it for me, and I heard the sounds and the smokiness of it, I was like, "Oh my goodness!" It matched that dark and stormy vibe, and so I was like, "I want to make this song like a a sequel or a spiritual uh, spiritual successor." to Amy, because that song is very, like, sensual and very sexy, very dark and stormy. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to have something else in my catalog that matched that. Yeah. Because I know that people, that was, you know, I made that in 2014, it's now 2020, and I don't have something in my catalog that is close to that. So I wanted to deliver, you know, like a little sequel, like it's a movie, you know what yeah. I mean? Part one, part two, yeah. part three. Mm-hmm. Not saying that it is, it might be. Um, <laughs> but I wanted to continue that story from that particular song. And so when you put those elements in, when you put the trumpet in too, mm-hmm. it just had every it just brought that whole vision from all aspects together into like this incredible piece. Yeah. And it's just great.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. You should tell them about how we or how you how, what the lyrics really were, originally were, and then how we had to scrap it and change the lyrics. Which? Um, you don't remember? Mm-mm. Work your body. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, you know, when we're writing songs, the songs always change, you know. It might start off completely different. So, this particular song, the chorus, instead of So What You Want to Do, I'll Leave It Up To You, it was Work Your Body, Work Your Body. Work it on me. And yeah. so I was like, ooh, I like that. But then and I was I like, like, I don't it. know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I let the, like the song sit for a couple of weeks and like yeah. a month or so. I was like, I like it. I can't I remember coming to him. And I was like, I like it. But
2: it was too raunchy. It's too Oh, raunchy. yeah. I was like, it's way too raunchy. It was too yeah. much We were going for I was like, it's supposed to be sexy, but not in that way. Right. right not yeah. Not so in your face. Like yeah. It's, Very much. More so
1: discreet. It. Yeah. Yeah. There
0: was another verse, too. Um um, oh yeah, that I took out. I don't know why, but I took it out for John Day. Yeah, so yeah, we did. John Day featured on her.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, she agreed to do it. She definitely agreed because we had a, a second verse just in case we couldn't get anybody to agree and then follow through and submit the verse. So mm. Exactly, that's what we had. We're going to call her in
0: just a bit. Yes, um, yes. But um, yeah. yeah, that song. It just that was one of the songs because we was working on that song. And another song at the same time, I think you was called something, um, something LA or something like that. I got um, a lot of songs called something. Uh, <laughs> I can't think about it right now, but it has like a summery feel. Um, yeah. And this particular song we was working on at the same time, and so I feel like when we working on songs, we're always working on at least two or three at a time, and I think that's important because when you're really trying to dial in on a specific sound, like we did with this song. And you're working on two of them, it kind of keeps that balance. So if you're working on mm-hmm. a dark and stormy sound, and then you're working on a pop sound, mm-hmm. you really can dial in without sacrificing your time. You know what I mean? Because yes. you know we work constantly. Day and day Yeah. yeah on I, songs. I know I try don't not to, get work and, I right. try <laughs> to work right. Yeah. <laughs> things, but
2: but you know, I end up working on probably like three or four tracks at a time, and then sometimes I don't finish them and. You have to stop. You only get maybe just like a four-bar loop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then having to come back to it. But um, I know like, Louvin, I think you had mentioned um, earlier that you heard yourself like doing something else in the track other than what you had already laid. Yeah. yeah. It's
1: like one of those things where we're constantly growing as, as musicians, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. if I feel like if you can listen to a song you did prior to, uh, like if, you know, a year or two ago or whatever, and you listen to it now and you don't hear something that you could do different, like, ah, yeah. oh, man, I've learned this and that since then. I would have put this on it or I would have tried this or whatever. Um, if you're not thinking that, are you growing? You know what I'm yeah, saying? Right. So um, right. when I listen to it again, I was like, oh, man, you know, I would have put this and I would have tried maybe this yeah. or whatever, <laughs> all these different things. Um, but definitely like, and but when I get those thoughts, I'm like, the next one. Yeah, the next man, one. No, yes, Save those yeah, for the next one, you yes, know. Exactly. Yeah, so, yeah, man.
2: Yeah, no, yeah, you still it's still good either way, but <laughs> definitely I agree with you. You know, like just over time when you, you know, like a lot of times when I go back and listen to some even the older track, older tracks that we released, mm-hmm. I'm always like, dang, I should have did this. Mm-hmm. Oh, ooh, cringeworthy, you know, like mm-hmm. if I would have just did this note or changed it a little bit, then it'd be so much better. Mm-hmm. But like you said, like. That's just growth, yeah. you know. Like ten years from now, we are gonna look back and be like, "Dang, we could have still done exactly." You know, even more to make the song better. And like, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. But we did right by the song. Wanna know why? Because we got it placed. Come amen. on, amen. Yes, this was yeah, one of the songs exciting. that we got placed in a TV show. Yeah, I mean, we were just literally working on the song Parkside didn't exist at the time. I was gonna call it something else, and we were just working on it, and then. Like, like I said in another episode Homie and Kenji hit me up and was like we need music mm-hmm. you know we got music placed you know what I mean yeah. so Absolutely. I, like what y'all was saying that growth aspect we look back you know years later and be like dang I could have did this and that and the other but at the time we were doing what we were supposed to do exactly
1: like, yeah
0: but like you said you gotta have that mentality like dang I wanna I wanna be better so the next time yeah, I'll put those elements in. And then the next time after that, when you find out something new, you're like, I'll do something better then. But exactly. you don't want to get stagnant because that's right. not what we're about around here. Right. Yeah.
1: Right. Especially right. as musicians, we can be so hard on ourselves and you can end up having so many unreleased tracks, unreleased projects, yes. because every day you yes. look back at it and you're like, Ah, oh, I still don't like it. I want to change this. I want to change that. So you have that like perfectionist attitude, yeah. yes. and Absolutely. that could be like super, super. uh it could, it could be harmful for yeah. you for yeah. you yeah. as an artist. Yeah, yeah. you stand scary. in your own way. Yeah, for real. That's what
0: you know. And we th- gotta learn to get out of our own way. Sometimes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: That's why, like, even Kwasi had said on another one of the episodes, like just having some of those sessions where you go and you, like, commit to completing the track. Mm -hmm. Like, those are important, especially for producers, because I know a lot of times, a lot of producers, I know they, you know, will do just a little bit. Like, we'll we'll do maybe, like, a 16-bar loop or something Mm -hmm. like that, and be like, oh, well, this is going nowhere, and just kind of drop it and Mm -hmm. move on to something else, and never Mm -hmm. come back to that
1: song.
2: Yeah, And then you have a whole bunch of... a library full of 16-bar loops that never go anywhere, Mm -hmm. so... Jim spoke. I hope so, y'all so, so, take yeah. a you <laughs> Definitely. Set aside sessions that you just kind of want to go to distance and actually complete the song. You know, just try to push yourself, and you never know what you could come up with. Right. And it doesn't yeah.
0: have to be, when you complete it, it doesn't have to be, you know, this grand finished song, like, you know, a master Usher track or Beyonce track. It's just completing an idea whole mm-hmm. so that when you come back to it, you're not trying to get back into that same space that you were when you originally made it. You have a complete framework so that each day you come back or each month or whenever you get back to it, you can just add elements on from yeah. what you learned before or some new experiences or shifting different things versus trying to like refinish it. Because it's difficult. It's diff- once you leave a song and you try to come back to it, you would be like, ah, yeah. <laughs> just do <Yeah>. something new. <laughs> do y'all,
1: um Do y'all watch the show... Uh, I think LeBron produced it or something. It's like the Barbershop oh, Talk sh- or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yes, 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 the yes. shop, is that what it's called? Is that
0: when Kevin yeah. Hart was on there? Yeah. Yes, yes, it's a lot
1: yes, of people. Yes. With um, it's good. Did you see the episode with Roddy Rich and Chadwick and Tiffany Haddish and all of them? I didn't see I that, seen that one. Man, so I watched that last week, I think, and Roddy Rich said something that was like really powerful for me, and they were talking about... Um, just, like, everybody's day-to-day activities, right? What mm-hmm. they do. So they asked, I think they asked Roddy, like, how often do you go to the studio or, um, you know, how many songs do you have or something like that? And he was like, man, I have thousands of songs. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, I have mm-hmm. thousands of songs. He mm-hmm. said, I'm in the studio every day recording. Yeah. Yeah. And... um he was like just like cuz uh, Patrick Mahomes was in, was there too mm-hmm. he was like you go to the gym every day you know chadwick you're working on lines every day or tiffany you're working on your 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 punch lines and things like that mm-hmm. for your stand up mm-hmm. i'm in the studio and i'm recording songs every and i have thousands of songs thousands of unreleased music and they're like so you know when you do an album how do you know what to choose and he's mm-hmm. like i don't i just <laughs> you know i just choose what what works well together and they're like well when you write the song are you thinking this is the one, this is the one that's going to blow up? Did you know that your last album, that one song with the "it" thing, <laughs> <laughs> did you know that was going to be big? And he's like, no, I just, I'm just making music. I'm just creating. Exactly. And I'm like, bro, he's not thinking about anything else but his craft. He's just yeah. like, I'm just going to create, bro. I'm just writing. I'm just right. performing for me. Yeah. And if y'all like it, cool. Yeah. If you don't, well, oh, well, you know, but I'm points. not making it for you. I'm making it for me. If it blows yeah. up, cool. So I think like when you get to that point, man, and you have that type of mindset, yeah. I mean, you can't, you're going to be successful. That,
2: that's yeah. a good place to be in like mm-hmm. as a creator, just to not even, like when you're creating, not to be thinking about how we're going to sell. this. Is this going to sell? Yeah. Like that is a, that's a good place to be in. And it's also a privilege. To be able to have that mindset right. because some people aren't in that position True. to not have to think about how is it gonna sell even though they probably should be.
1: Yeah.
2: You know? Yeah. But yeah, that that's that's the ultimate goal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah Yeah. I um not to segue, but um Jan Day on the track.
0: She is.
2: <laughs> Matter <laughs> of fact, let's
0: get her on the line right now. All right, thank you for joining me today, John Day. I'm so excited to have you on this episode. Um, if y'all don't know, she helped co-write this song, Temptation, with me. I'm so excited to have her on. I'll just have her talk a little bit about herself really quick. Go ahead, tell well, us about yourself.
3: First, thank you for having me. It's so nice to like finally speak with you. I feel like we've communicated and we did a whole song together, but like this is like our real First, like, conversation, conversation. So I'm super excited to be a part of this. Um, well, first again, my name is Day. I'm an artist, first, singer, songwriter, um, which is always fun. It's always fun being creative with a lot of people. Um, working on my project. Got a little project coming out myself. Um, yeah, it's been a long time coming, let me tell you. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. So that'll be out the end of October. So, you know, be on the lookout whatever whatever. So, um but yeah, Temptation, that was so cool. Low key, this was my first um secret. This is my first like sensual song that I had to write that oh, really? other people heard it. Yes. <laughs> so, I was like, "Oh, I get to be like grown. You know, I get to be an adult." <laughs> I get to be an adult and write about, like, ooh, touching and, like, feeling and stuff like that. So, you know, said a little cuss word in there, too. I was like, That's <laughs> uh, so, uh, my favorite
0: part. Damn. <laughs> yeah, you know, I
3: was like, let me put my big girl voice on. So, um, yeah, but I remember my cousin, Taj, uh, called me and was like, hey, you know, would you mind laying down a verse, you know, writing a verse? for this record for my homie, uh, Nick. And I was like, yeah, just like, give me the details. You know, I was just getting back, moving back to Atlanta um, from Tallahassee, from Florida, from going to school at Florida State. So this was kind of my first, you know, my first time putting my foot in, getting back into writing and stuff like that. So I was like, yeah, we are gonna do this. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be great. And so, yeah, um, once he sent it to me, I sat down and I wrote it. Found a studio to record it at, and then sent it back. And I was like, I hope he liked it. I hope he don't think it's trash.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> oh my uh-huh. goodness, I loved it. I, I, it's it's really hard to like actually collab with people because people say they'll collab all day long, and then when you send the song, you don't hear nothing back from them. And, and so I had good. sent the song out to other people too, and nobody sent anything. And Taj was like, Yeah, my cousin, she's saying. I was like, Yeah, send it to her. He sent the he sent the verse back and played it. I was like, Oh my goodness
3: uh, <laughs> this is so
0: good it's actually my first collaboration with a um with a female so um i was real, i was kind of nervous i was like i don't know if i'm gonna do right by it i don't know if i'm saying right or you know but i was just like you know what let me just give in let me just see what tosh cousin can do and boy did you deliver my goodness
3: oh, man, i appreciate it <laughs> i was like i hope i always be nervous i'm just like it's always a thing like I hope what he his expectation is met you know what I'm saying because it's like I know how I feel if I get somebody else on my stuff you know it's like <laughs> no pressure but all of the pressure you know what I'm saying okay. so I was like thank you for trusting me I always say that and people think I just say it just to say it but being an artist people are real sensitive about their stuff so I always appreciate people trusting me to be a part of like anything they
0: create Oh, yes. I, I I thank you for uh, joining the process. Um, so uh, since we talk about writing, talk to me about your writing process. Like, what do you typically do when you when you get a song? Um, how do you how do you approach it?
3: So not to I'm not going to be long, but it depends because <laughs> I feel like whenever you say it depends, it's like a whole like, story. But if I'm writing for myself, usually more difficult just because I'm harder on myself and I want to convey my story the way I want I want it to be conveyed in a way that other people can understand and relate. But um, when I'm writing for other people, it's like, yo, they asking you to do something. You better make something. Even if you can't think of nothing, you are gonna have to figure <laughs> it out. You know what I'm saying? Because people I know are telling right. you. I'm saying, you know, some people are paying you. Some people are like, have this expectation. They have a deadline. And um, like, just something I wrote. I just wrote uh, my home girl, Bree Lee, She just dropped a, a EP. And she came in from California for like a couple days, so it was like you don't have time to just be like, oh yeah, we'll figure it out next week or like tomorrow. It's like yo, yeah, we got we booked the session for three or four hours. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You got to pop out a song, and she okay. gotta like it because she paying you to do it. You know what I'm saying? And because it's your <laughs> she name for that
0: studio, yes, exactly. It's and
3: it's your name, so um, I just like on and on top of that, I just like to enjoy the experience, you know what I'm saying? It's not just a yeah. job for me. I feel like if people like your energy and your vibe, they'll call you again. Or they'll want oh, yeah. you to be a part of something else, you know what I'm saying? And they'll keep you in the back of their head. But it's just, um, I always ask, when I'm dealing with other artists, I ask them like, you know, if I'm writing a song for them versus a feature, I'm like, you know, where are you at? Like, what space are you in? How do you feel? You know what okay. I'm saying? I want to get to know, I don't want to just write a song just to write it I want to you know I want to really ask and like dig deep um where they're at and so versus like if I'm doing a feature I just use an experience for me or I just go off the vibe of the song which is so fun Mm -hmm. um so I love I love featuring I also really love writing for other people too because it's like you kind of get to step outside of yourself and sometimes step outside of your comfort zone too so
0: exactly that's what I think being an artist and a writer is all about like Stepping outside of yourself and jumping into a different character from your experiences. I think that's mm-hmm. what really blossoms, you know, the best creatives out there. Um, I had a question. Who, if anybody, who would you want to write for or write with?
3: Oh, oh man. That's a um, that's a hard question. Low mm-hmm. key, um, I saw this post. It's going to make sense. I saw this post and it was like, what would you do? If you got to be Beyonce for a day. I said, well, first of all, I said, forget taking her money. I put my name on all her publishing and her writing. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'll get royalties and a paycheck forever. I said, that's what I would do first, but I would love to write a record uh for Beyonce, like off rip, like off the gate. Um, because I just feel like that's that's gonna be out there. Like when she okay. writes a song for her, like everybody gonna wanna. <laughs> want you to write work a song for you. them. You know, everybody going to want to mm-hmm. work with you. um. But who's a writer I would want to work with? Loki, I would love to write a song with Babyface. I know that's super random. Mm. but No, it ain't would, random.
0: <laughs> that's the GOAT. <gold.
3: laughs> I would love to write a record with Babyface. Because I just feel like he's done so many different genres. He's worked with so many different people. And I just would pray that some of his genius would just kind of trickle down. <laughs> Oh, me a little bit. So, like, yeah, like, I would like to write a song for Beyonce, and I like to work with Babyface. So, putting that in the atmosphere, and no, I'll go ahead put that out it, there. and it And it'll be
0: so. It'll be so. Oh. Um, uh, let's one more question before you go. Anything you want to tell the people before we wrap up? Like, I know you say you got new music on the way. Any any particular song that you're gonna release first, or anything that's your favorite on your new project? Oh.
3: I literally did a live last night and somebody asked me what's the favorite song on my project. And it's so hard to pick because all of them are super special to me um, Mm -hmm. in their own way. But no, like just be on the lookout. Uh, I am dropping a single. I'm working on the visual right now um, as we speak. Uh, Yep. And the project is coming out end of October. Be on the lookout. Y'all are going to love it. I promise y'all I was gonna love it. I'm not just saying that because it's mine, but like I really, I put my foot, you know, I I was saying, you know how Sugar Mama put her foot in the the bars from the Proud family? Mm -hmm. You remember that episode? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's how I put my foot in this project.
0: (laughs) That's how I
3: put my foot in this project,
0: so. Well, I know you ain't lying. That voice the way I heard it on that song. I know the whole project hitting, slapping, the vocals good, writing good, the production probably gonna be slamming. I know it's gonna be awesome.
3: The the best the my uh, my favorite part low key about studio stuff. I love the background like background vocals. I didn't really get to do as much as many background vocals on your song, but <laughs> I be trying to brandy stack on <laughs> my background vocals. <laughs> Like, they be like John Day, how many more parts? I'm like, yo, I got 10 more parts in my head, y'all. Just be patient with be, me, be patient. <laughs> be patient with me, but no, like, but yeah, just be on the lookout. Um, you can follow me on all like social media, um, on IG, it's John Day Love One, J A N D E L O V E one, on Facebook for my um more seasoned people that use Facebook. <laughs> and, <laughs> um, you know what I'm saying? Uh, it's just my name, Day Pierce. Uh, you can find me on Facebook. And just be on the lookout for all streaming platforms. It's coming. But, like, for real, thank you, though, so much, though, for having me, and I appreciate it.
0: No problem. Thank you so much for being a part of this project and, you know, actually returning my messages <laughs> and sending the song back.
3: <laughs> yes. But I, I do have a question for you though. Uh-huh. Go ahead. Um as far as what what kind of inspired the project? Like right, for um, you to just be like, "Yo, I'm ready to work. I want to put something out."
0: Um I would say um cuz I was working on a lot of these songs um like maybe 2 years ago, just not aimlessly, mm-hmm. but just working on them. And uh, one of my homies in Kenji, he um, hit me up and said, hey, we're working on this music library and um, I need some songs. And so I took three songs and we went to start working on them and they got picked up. And so at that point, I was just like, I want to put a project together to celebrate these songs and to celebrate the unexpected because I didn't plan on getting them placed. I didn't plan on learning how to- to Yeah, you. (laughs) Thank you. So that's what this whole project is about, like expecting the unexpected and like, really just taking mm. what you have in front of you and what comes and just going with it you know even if it's something that seems like it's negative or whatever you take that negative and you turn it into a positive and you make it work for you and so that's what this whole project is about
3: Dang, you sounded like that was the title expecting the unexpected what's the title
0: <laughs> <laughs> The title is part side p-r-k-s-d-e
3: mm. <laughs> I was like you spoke a little something expecting the unexpected that's so true though just taking stuff that's may not seem as positive right now. Just making the best of it.
0: Right. That's what this whole that. season is about. You know, we've been locked in the house, coronavirus and all this other stuff. Some people complain the whole time, but what you really got to do is take it. You have to take advantage, you know. Mm-hmm. Hey, I got all this time. I may not be working. I may not have a bunch of money, but I have books. I have, you know, a guitar. I got my music equipment. I mm-hmm. got all these things and all these and access to all these things. So let me just take advantage of it. So when when this storm is over, I can be on top. And not be like, oh, well, COVID took me out.
3: Because it ain't. <laughs>
0: like... <laughs>
3: yeah. I was like, Uh-oh. people also just were able to be at peace a little bit. I know everybody was like, oh, you could be learning something. You could learn a craft. But I feel like some people just needed some, like, them time. And just some time to just regroup a little bit in the midst yeah. of everything that's going on. So. Because mm-hmm.
0: like, there's yeah. so much going on in the world, you know, like, people always... Moving in this fast-paced system, and, you know, we mm-hmm. never take ourselves out of that loop, and and it and it it affects us mentally. And so, like you said, I think a lot of people were getting back to them this year. Facts, mm-hmm. absolute facts. Well, I thank you so much for joining me on this episode. Um, again, I can't thank you enough for returning returning my messages. And actually, <laughs> oh. Being a That's part of the song, it means so much. Um, when I would preview the album for people, um, this particular song, they love it. And they always ask me, "Who is that?" Oh <laughs> like, who is, "Who is that singing?" <laughs> That's John D. <Day. laughs> be on okay. the lookout. That
3: is <laughs> I. Yeah, be on the lookout. That's me. Thank okay. you for real though, just for trusting me. I appreciate you so much.
0: No problem, and I, I, I definitely can't wait to uh, work in the future.
3: Absolutely.
2: Mm -hmm. Just keep me posted. I sure will. Thank you for calling.
3: No problem. Thank you.
2: No, I just really wanted to talk about uh, Jende on the track. I really wanted to let her know, like, I appreciate even though I already let her know, just publicly let her know that I really appreciate her, you know, being on the track, you know, submitting her verse um, because, you know, so often we've done songs and we've asked people to be on it and maybe they've been a little bit relaxed about sending it back been a little reluctant to send it back um so it really is important for me to you know just let the people know who are contributing um she's in Atlanta so yeah. for her to not even be here with us and still be you know responsible and you know keep state of her word say yeah I want to be on it and actually submit oh. it and deliver and she delivered well so like when when she sent it back like, I know she could sing. Like, she, she's my cousin. So I know oh. she could sing, and I knew she was going to do good. But just like when with your with your contribution, I was like, oh, my God, she killed this. Yeah. She really killed it. And I, I was so happy to pay it, play it for everybody when she actually sent it back. So shout out to John Day. Uh, We're going to work with you again. Hmm. Oh, yes. Definitely
0: look oh, out for definitely. it. Most definitely. Probably on the next project. Sooner than later. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah I'm gonna drop one more gem just for all my listeners out there just make sure and my artists especially too listening like if somebody says they want to work with you or you want to work with somebody see it through like if somebody is saying hey I need I want to I want to work with you and they send you a track and you don't want to do it tell them you don't want to do it don't be like I want to do it and then don't respond to them because that you know it's karma you know it's gonna come back around in, in sh- some shape or fashion and I feel like my job, our job as artists is to, you know, help each other grow. And if somebody is coming to work, you know, across the table with you, hey, let's work on a song, let's work on this script, let's work on this um, these scenes, let's work on this line service or whatever it may be, you know, f- see it through. And if mm-hmm. you don't want to see it through, tell the person right then when they ask you, hey, I'm not comfortable. Absolutely. Because you're gonna get more out of life that way. And more out of your product. Mm-hmm. Even in, especially in the studio. It's tough in the studio. I know the producers made to be and they might be rich and all this other stuff, but you are paying for a service. Mm-hmm. It's your song just as much as it is theirs. Say what you need yeah. at the beginning. Amen. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Well, I want to thank my special guest today for joining me for this episode. I can't say it enough. I always appreciate my guests for one collaborating with me and for two coming back and you know sharing with us their experiences um so we thank you mr lubin tell us where we can find you
1: uh so i'm on instagram that trumpet guy underscore um and yeah that's where you can find me all
2: right and check out his covers too oh yeah the <laughs> <No laughs> boy can play <laughs> <laughs> really cool.
0: Tom, tell, tell us where we can find you
2: um I think I said in the other episode, but yeah, if y'all trying to follow me, Todd underscore W, any and everywhere.
0: There it is, folks.
2: Temptation. Make
0: sure y'all listen to it. I know it's y'all favorite, and y'all playing it left and right. But
2: and catch it in episode six of Ambition. Yes, if in the you bathroom. Have stars. <laughs>
0: And you can follow me at Nick Lamar, N-I-C-K-L-A-M-A-R-R-R. Until next time, folks.